welcome to a special edition of the DARD Admissions Podcast. This is our series all about the application. We are sharing some of our favorite application tips as you orient towards the DARD application. Today, I am joined by my colleague, Katie Yielding, member of the admissions committee here at the Darden School of Business. Katie, welcome. Hi, Brett. Thank you for having me today. Thank you so much for being here. Let's talk about a subject that is always top of mind when we talk about the application, building your academic readiness case. So I think it's fair to say when we host workshops, we talk about this as one of the pillars of a good application, this kind of academic readiness aspect. What do you share with candidates as you kind of start this conversation uh, around academic readiness? Well, our candidates are applying for an academic program. We want to make sure we're setting them up to be academically successful within the MBA. And so we want to talk through all the different ways that they will be able to demonstrate that readiness to us as a committee and to prepare themselves for day one of the program. I think that's a great point. I was hosting a session uh, not so long ago, and I always try to tell people to put yourself in the position of the admissions committee. At the end of the day, we want to feel confident if we admit someone that they can be successful and really thrive as a student at Darden. Uh, now, that's a question that encompasses certainly the academic piece, also the extracurricular piece. But here we're talking about the academic piece of, of that consideration. And I do wonder sometimes when candidates ask this question, if, they're, if their mind is kind of going to the place, like, do I have the right background for Darden? Um, do, and what do you say to candidates when you get that question? Well, there is no one right background for Darden. We have students come from a wide variety of personal, professional, and academic strengths into our programs. That's what helps the, the program thrive most is having those different points of view and experiences. So we encourage people to bring their strengths to the table to show those to us, uh, knowing that we are not looking for one specific type of candidate to come into this program. And I think you know, in the application process, the more that a person can think about their application as our admissions committee will, looking at that objectively, holistically, the better. Uh, every applicant has strengths, but they're also there, they may, they may be areas they want to bolster. Um, so as someone is going through that self-assessment, and thinking about what's going to build that strongest case for their candidacy. Are there areas they want to address? Um, what other steps can they take now to help address some of those areas? Those are the things we're going to think about here in this academic readiness area. Well, I love that point because I think for every applicant, there are things that you can't change about your application, right? Things that are behind you, you've already done them. Uh, a good example for many of our applicants is, well, your undergraduate coursework, right? Most of our applicants are at some remove from their undergraduate career, they're applying now. And so the question is, well, you can't change some things, but still, you know, thinking about your application, what's within your span of control? What can you actually do something about here? I think that's always a useful exercise. Maybe circle those things that you have a little bit more agency about at this point in this process. I think that is sage advice, Brett. Well, let's talk about the sources of information where we might gauge an applicant's academic readiness, because I think oftentimes candidates think about this maybe a little bit narrowly in that they're thinking GPA and test score, right? I find that we oftentimes get a question like, is there a minimum GPA? Is there a minimum test score I need to have? And I think from our perspective, 
it's actually a much broader universe of information at work here when we think about demonstrating your academic readiness. I, you're spot on. I think that uh, people maybe underestimate the the various levers they can pull to demonstrate their readiness in this area. So things like undergraduate GPA, that's one part, but we're also going to look at the full undergraduate transcript to see the coursework. Perhaps there, are, there were courses a candidate did very well in that are more analytical or quantitative in nature that, that may or may not uh, go directly with that, that final undergraduate GPA. Also, many of our candidates come to us with other graduate coursework that they have taken or graduate degrees that they've completed. We will see those. Perhaps there are other standardized tests a person has taken in the past. Those can be a piece of it as well. Uh, or that GRE, GMAT, Executive Assessment, LSAT, MCAT score. Um, so those are, are things that can be helpful. Some of the areas I think people maybe forget to highlight about themselves are things like their professional certifications. Perhaps someone has taken um, the CPA or the equivalent in their, their home country, or they've taken other types of, of exams. Those are ways to show your demonstrated readiness for this type of curriculum too. Other coursework, things like um, online courses, ones we often see people take, things like HBS online core, Coursera classes, uh, or perhaps other professional degree um, development programs that, that could have been um, relevant. So those are things to think about. And then a, an area that, that is also worth mentioning is other work responsibilities, perhaps that there have been um, key parts of, of a person's job or um, training within their job that is especially relevant it'd be helpful for a candidate to, to highlight the ways that their current work um, has prepared them for the MBA type of curriculum as well. So hopefully what our applicants are hearing is that there's a really broad universe of information that we're looking at here. And I do want to take a moment just to talk a little bit more about additional coursework. I think one of the other benefits of doing a Coursera course or two and brushing up in, in this way, not only does it expose you to some of the subject matter you're likely to see again in the program. Now, uh, bear in mind that there is a difference between doing a self-paced Coursera course and a Darden classroom, uh, but still it does help you build familiarity with the vocabulary. It does also help you kind of test drive. Do I find this topic at least interesting? And then, oh, by the way, it gets you back into school mode with you know, gets you using some of those muscles again. And I think this is also, we see this with standardized tests too, right? The discipline of studying for something, you know, learning a material that's not directly related to your job. Uh, getting back into school mode is always one of the learning curves for all of our MBA students here. Yes, and we hear a lot of people on the back end of that work say, oh, I think that really did help me um, further clarify that, yes, I want to follow this MBA path. I found this subject really interesting or, wow, it had been a while since I had been in that study mode. Uh, it was helpful to readjust to that, knowing that the MBA is, is the ultimate goal here. So I think, you know, seeing these as opportunities, not just as hurdles can be, I think, a helpful mindset adjustment for people as they're preparing for their academics. Yeah, I love that point that even studying for something becomes an opportunity for you to, you know, one, get back in the habit of being a student again, to learn new material, to take a test. These are all things that you're going to do in an MBA program. And so good to test drive some of that. And, and also you have the 
the opportunity to check in with yourself as you go through this, right? Are, are, you, are you feeling motivated? Are you still feeling engaged? Are you excited about what's to come? I think there's also an emotional benefit to it as well as you kind of cast forward and sort of ask questions about, you know, is this the right step for me? Is this the right time? All these things that we hear from, from candidates. Um, one other thing that I want to talk about, Katie, and, and maybe also an underrated source of information about an applicant's academic readiness for an MBA curriculum and it's worth noting that the curriculum here at Darden has quantitative and qualitative courses in the in the core, um, and and we're, we're we're thinking very broadly about this as noted. Uh, but the recommender can also uh, be helpful, and this is something that that Donna has talked about in some of her application tips videos. Um, but I also think it's a really good point here. Uh, we do ask the recommender to share not only how they know you, but how you work together, and it's oftentimes in the how you work together and you know, how you compare to your peers that we might get a little bit of this information. Any thoughts here? I, I agree. I think that the recommender can often be the person to help thread the loose ends together. So uh, for someone who's trying to build this academic case, I think that it's it's something that you could bring to your recommender and, and helping them understand what it is you're trying to convey. Um, I think that the recommender can share different insights, anecdotes that can be helpful here that may be a little bit different than what you've been able to, to draw. Uh, I think some examples might be times that you've had to get up to speed on a topic quickly for a project or initiative, perhaps complex subject matters that you've mastered as part of your role, quantitative or analytical work that's been part of your regular responsibilities, or other core competencies that someone may bring to the team. So you know, think about ways that, that these types of conversations could happen with, with a recommender as you're putting together that, that full case for your academics. So much of what you just shared relates to the conversations that we've had as part of this series and elsewhere and sessions that we host about approaching the application process with intention and getting organized and really thinking about your application priorities and how the different parts of the application can help you tell your story and really leveraging each element of the application to advance that narrative. And your point around, you know, thinking about how the recommender can help you bolster this academic readiness case, but also tell a, a fuller picture about who you will be here in, in the Darden community. Of course, we're getting to hear from someone who is not you, and that's the, that's the great thing about the, the recommendation process. Um, but Katie, always great tips. Uh, thank you so much for joining us for this micro episode, and to our applicants, best of luck as you work on your Darden application. Mm -hmm.